All those things we can't say on the radio. After Breakfast with Mark and John. Well, we missed you on the After Breakfast podcast while you were gone for a couple of days. Yeah, thanks, but, I missed being here. Yeah. And, uh, but it was fun. Uh, Tyler did an excellent job while you were gone. It's After Breakfast with Mark and John. And today we're going to talk... Wait, stop this thing. We're going to talk about Halloween. Mm. Halloween stories this morning. Um, uh-huh. Now, you have many more than I do. <laughs> I have a few. Because you've been, you know, taking your kids trick-or-treating. So how what what was the youngest you ever took them trick-or-treating? So my youngest, uh, my oldest, Gavin, actually, we took him, I'd have to say, newborn pretty much, pretty close. I'd say about, well, maybe a little over, maybe You dressed your months. newborn baby up in a costume and then took him about out so months. you could eat about the candy. Months. That about was so you months. could eat the candy. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> I'm one of that 79% we talked about oh, earlier on the uh, culture quiz. That's very funny. And we dressed him up in uh, a little uh, hot pepper costume and <laughs> got the stroller out. and Yeah, oh yeah. That, I have uh, no shame. Halloween is never you know consistent from a weather standpoint. No. So, you know, sometimes everybody dresses up like an, uh, you know, in a, like an Eskimo. Or whatever they're going to do when it's cold. So, do you have a do you have a favorite Halloween story or Halloween experience? Well, I have probably one I'm not too proud of. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, some friends of mine. We were in high school, and we were you know doing our Halloween thing. I dressed up as a vampire from the Lost Boys. It was back around that time, and you know, we were doing our trick or treating, and um, uh, somebody pulled a Charlie Brown on me, and I got a rock in my <laughs> in my bag. And I wasn't too happy about that. So I thought, trick or treat? Okay, fine. We'll do a trick. So we came back later with a few boxes full of uh, white plastic forks. And the next day, I'm sure they woke up to a very interesting sight in their yard with forks sticking out of their yard. You stuck white plastic forks in their front yard? We forked them, yes. <laughs> we forked them. That is creative. That is yes. extremely creative. Kids don't try it at home. Try it at somebody else's. Oh, <laughs> wow. That is so yeah. creative. I like that. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's I, trick or treat, right? I yeah, mean. that's true. <laughs> See, I thought for sure you were coming out with the TP story. And, you know, it's. Oh, it, that's, that's amateur style. Yeah. And at this point, of course, it's a lot easier now. If somebody gets their house TP'd like six months ago, they went out and unwound it all and took it in the house to use that's it. Because they didn't have any. Um, so my friends, Mark and Mary, they live in uh, South Bend, Indiana now. Okay. But when their kids were younger, when their children were younger, we would go. I would go take their kids out trick or treating in the neighborhood that they lived in in Rochester, New York, and okay. we put them in a, in a in a wagon and we would pull them so they didn't have to walk because well, we idea. wanted to walk a lot of different places through sure. the neighborhood because Mark and Mary uh, had these friends and. When you showed up at the house, they would give the kids candy and they would give the adults drinks. It was the best trick-or-treating ever. (laughs) All right. It was the absolute best trick-or-treating ever. Come on, kids. Don't you want to know another two blocks? No, we're tired. We want to go home. No, not going home yet. I hear they have the good bourbon down there at the end of the road. (laughs) So it was, I missed that. I really do miss that. But then I remembered when I was, when we were thinking about putting together our Halloween, the our Halloween edition of the podcast that their um, 
their oldest son, Mark, who was, I guess, their second child, because Samantha was the oldest, mm-hmm. he had uh, um, uh, diabetes. Oh, okay. Which we discovered, I mean, juvenile diabetes, basically. He's doing great now. He's got the pump, and he's, he takes care of himself. And oh, good. He's married, and he's, he's a high, highfalutin um, money manager in Indianapolis. Oh. But um, at the time, hit... The, when the when Halloween and the time change would hit at the same time, his system would get off. Oh, yeah. I've never realized, when you brought up time change earlier when we were on the radio, and that's when it hit me, and we are talking, that his system would get off. You know, he was like, you know, four or five. He was really young. Mm. And they were, you know, and they had to inject him with insulin. Uh, and And he just, it drove him nuts. I mean, it really did bother him. And it just reminded me of the fact that I hate the time change. Oh yeah, I I've decided I love daylight savings time or saving right. time. Let me say it correctly. Sure, but I hate the time change, and I hate both of them. It doesn't matter which one it is. I hate both of them. So I'm mm. just wondering. There's been a lot of talk about stopping daylight saving time, or right. permanently daylight saving time. I don't remember what which one it was. That um um, I would le- I would lean toward one of those. Yeah. But the worst time change used to be in Indiana. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, well, there was no time change. Well, yeah, but everything else changed. Yeah, yeah. So that if you lived, if you, if you lived in Indiana in like the, uh, up until I think 2000 or something. Yeah. Indiana did not go to daylight saving time, but everybody else did. So right. that for six months out of the year, television in Indiana was on central time. Hmm. So that the things that were on at 8 o'clock in December were on at 7 o'clock in June. Right, right. And time would, would change and it would be different. It would be the same. And so my mother would always call. When I lived in Indiana during this time period, my mother would call from Ohio. And she would always ask, what time? What time is it there? It's like, Mom, okay, it's an hour earlier here. Would you just remember this time, for crying out loud? She never remember. <laughs> then I knew that, you know, things were getting bad when she once asked, what day is it there? Mom, it's the oh, same <laughs> day. It's just a different time. Oh, so boy. we have the yeah. time change and a full moon on Halloween. Right. I wonder if anyone in this neighborhood would be willing. I would take kids out in a wagon if they had drinks. Mm. I better not volunteer because I have a feeling people will be knocking on my door at any moment. <laughs> anyway, we're we're gearing up for Halloween. I'm sure there'll be all those Halloween. There's what? How many Halloween songs are there? There's like four. Although we could play Spooky by the Classics Four or the Atlanta Rhythm Section. That might fit. So maybe Halloween songs. And then we're very close. Speaking of songs, it's my understanding this year that radio stations like ours will be going to Christmas music earlier. Really? There are all sorts of stations around the country that have been Christmas music since like April mm. because supposedly it puts people in a better mood. So I don't mm. know what that means for us. I mean, I don't that's, know. Those, that's not going to put our boss in a better mood. I don't know if those, she likes doing that that yeah, early. Those decisions are way above our pay grade. Mm, yeah. We just do what we're told and we come in, except when we're on the podcast, and then we do whatever we want. That's right. Because nobody listens. Get comfortable, and this is like my first radio job. I can talk into this microphone, and I know no one's going to hear it. So it's great. I can say whatever I want, and then we're done. Thank you. It's Mark and John after breakfast, or after breakfast with Mark and John. I guess we have to do something special to get on the Apple Podcast thing. 
Oh, like what? There's some like a control thing about po- when it's posted. I have to ask Fish about it because Fish is like the podcast king around here. He is. He has all the data and the info that's necessary. I don't have it, but I will look it up. And I'll figure it out. We're on every place else. We're on Spotify and Stitcher. And um, I think we're on Google Play, but I don't have an Android phone, so I don't know. Ah. So hopefully all of that is there. You can sponsor the uh, you can sponsor the After Breakfast with Mark and John podcast. Just let me trick or treat at your house for drinks, and that'll <laughs> just about do it. Mm-hmm.